You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 46. So today I did something absolutely terrifying. And it's not something terrifying because I've never done it before. I've actually done this thing before. But it's always amazing to me when you set limitations on yourself because you think that's what you're worth or what you deserve. So there are these different platforms that are basically like the matchmakers between influencers, bloggers, YouTubers, podcasters, and brands. And how it works is you can look at the different campaigns and it usually has like, here's the product we want you to feature. Here's the story we want you to tell. And then here's the budget of what we're willing to pay in exchange for this many blog posts, you know, this many videos, this many social media syndications, and it kind of lists out everything that they want. So today I applied for a campaign that pays $3,700 for the low end one. And then there's another one that pays $4,700. And it's so funny because to me, the most I'd ever been paid for a blog, like blog content or blog post was $2,300. So kind of in my mind, like that's, you know, that's what I'm, I can do. That's what I'm worth. And until you have the opportunity to, and again, I don't know if I got it or not, but just even the thought of like applying for something like that is so terrifying. Like who, who am I, you know, who am I to, to do this? But it's crazy because I, I've been to blog conferences. I've been to so many events where, influencers are getting up and talking about the first time they got like a $10,000 campaign. And I'm like a $10,000 campaign. And usually it's not one blog post. Like obviously this, this whole batch of posts is for five different posts and they want you to break down like multiple tutorials, which to be honest, like if I'm being completely honest, um, for me to put a party together, like I'm already coming up with multiple tutorial ideas already. So for them to just like ask for that, it's kind of like, well, that's what I'd be doing anyway, you know? So anyway, I guess like just today, like look around, look for opportunities, apply for things that you don't think you're going to get. Cause what's the worst that's going to happen? The worst that's going to happen is the answer is going to be, no, we didn't select you. Um, but what's the best thing that could happen? Well, obviously the best thing is getting a campaign and recognizing that, oh my gosh, like my ideas, my talents, my abilities are worth more than what I thought possible. And it just kind of reminds me of, you know, sometimes you do things because you, you want to win. Like the perfect example is like when I did the Mrs. Utah pageant, I wanted to win so badly and everything to me was about getting the crown, getting the crown, getting the crown. And I felt like I pushed harder than anybody there. I felt like I cared more than anybody there. And I'm sure everybody feels the same way. Right. But like, I remember being sick to my stomach with like trying to find the balance of, I want to be a team player. Like I would love to be, you know, in people's eyes, a miscongeniality type, which I, I think I knew deep down that I wasn't, I wasn't that I'm really competitive. You guys, it's like kind of bad. Um, but I didn't ever want to, you know, pummel anybody or make anybody a doormat along the way. So I can say like, I'm really proud that I was like kind to everybody else. And I never like threw anybody under the rug or anything like that. 
but it really was a good learning experience for me to realize like pageantry is the worst type of environment for my personality because I feel like when you do things and you miss like for example let's say you are you know aiming at a target and you don't hit the bullseye but you still hit the target the fact that you are even like on the target at all, like that you're trying, you're taking action is usually a win. Like I've had, I've had months where I'm like, okay, I want to do $10,000 this month. That's my goal. And then you only get to 8,000. Well, no one's sad about that. Like, that's amazing. That's, that's almost triple what I used to make working as a salon manager. Right? So it's one of those things like just shoot high. And if you don't get it, you're still shooting high. Like it's okay. And I think until you get to that point where you know you can do it, you just never know. And so it kind of had me questioning, like, without putting myself in a situation like the pageant where there is only one winner and, you know, having to unravel the disastrous rat's nest tangle of emotions and feelings of inadequacy and all of that that come from and a pageant season, you know, what situations can I put myself in where I'm aiming for something and really, really wanting to go after it and feel like, okay, even if I don't hit the mark, if I'm even in the vicinity, that would be okay by me. And again, like I did a Facebook live today talking about how many people wait until fill in the blank to love themselves or to feel like they deserve more than what they're currently getting. And, and it's so funny because I, I ask myself like, what's the difference between high performer, high performers, like overachievers, high achievers, you know? And I think it's just that they recognize that so many things in life are just a numbers game of trying and trying and trying and trying and, and saying, I'm okay with rejection or I'm okay with the answer being no, or I'm okay with not hitting the target because I realize that the more I aim and try again and try again, try again, the more likely I'll be to actually hit it eventually. And it's so funny because I have been a victim of the mentality of like, Oh, I didn't get it the first time. Like I'm no good at this. I should quit. And like, would you ever say that to your kid? Heck no, you would never say that to your kid. No one in their right mind would tell their kid, like you went to one baseball practice and you didn't even hit the ball. You should quit now, you know? But sometimes as adults, especially like when we're pursuing our dream, we think about like, well, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want this whole thing to be like such a waste of my time. When how many hours a night are you watching Netflix or TV shows or YouTube or mindlessly wasting time on other things like even movies like if you were sharing a passion of yours or expanding on a talent or becoming more improved in some area of your life like you think that that's a waste of time but watching you know five plus hours a night of television isn't (laughs) right like I guess if you're reading books and like doing something to actually expand your mind and learn new skills or something like that, then fine. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe pursuing a talent, especially if it's an online one that as a vehicle and a platform to share, maybe that is a waste of your time. But in my experience, a lot of people are, you know, just rusty and like wasting away and they're not, they're not improving in any way. And it's so easy 
to sit up in the cheap seats and look down at people who are trying and struggling and you know getting beaten up by by trying something and going after their dreams it's easy to look down and be like oh you suck like you're not doing anything you're not making any progress but then if you think about it logically you're like you're just sitting up there you're not either <laughs> right like that it's kind of ironic because neither well not neither are they the person down in the arena is actually doing something like even if it's not refined quite yet it's not you know it's not a finished product yet the fact that they're putting themselves on the line the fact that they are trying to do something and trying to be better how could that ever be a waste of time if you learn something from it and that's kind of what has been my motivator for my blog and all the things I do like I've definitely had waves and phases of where I just felt like I couldn't keep it up and that's okay. But I always go back to it because something inside of me feels compelled, compelled to do so. And maybe it's like I'm having, you know, like (laughs) a crazy spell of like, you know, just sheer insanity. But I, I like to think that it's the, it's not that, that I can inspire and help people. And like I said, solve problems. Like if Coca-Cola wants to pay me a couple thousand dollars to throw a party together and send them some photographs, like I'm solving a problem for them. Do you know how much money it would cost Coca-Cola to pay a team of designers, photographers, prop people, like to put something together? Tens of thousands of dollars. It's a lot of money. And so the fact that like I can find work to do in my spare time that I enjoy, that I would do for free Like, does that inspire you? Are you like, oh my gosh, like I would love to do that. Well, yeah, like it takes, it takes a little work to get your platform going. It takes a little bit of time to build up like your voice and to figure out who you are and like your brand and what you have to give. And that's, you know, that's like the whole name of the game. But this, even sharing this is making me think of my student that I want to brag on for a minute. I got a text message yesterday that said, I could cry right now because I just got my first paid campaign and I was like, ah, details, details, details. I was so excited. And honestly, honestly, I was thinking in my head, like, oh my gosh, how great. Like maybe she got like, you know, $150, like little blog posts. Like I, I want to know what happened. Like, I'm curious. She comes back with this text. That's like, it was $650. I'm like, what the heck? I'm so like, honestly, I was blown away, excited, ecstatic for her because I teach this every day in my course. Like I teach people, you know, like you literally could pay back the cost of my course with one sponsored blog post. And, and once you know how to do it and once you know how to pitch it, like it opens your mind to the possibilities of what you can achieve and what you are worth. Like I, I remember like that same feeling of like relief and like your heart is just, it's almost like Christmas morning. Like you can't believe someone is entrusting you that they see value in your talents, that they see beauty in what you create enough to pay you for it. It's almost like, again, like an art form being an artist And I was so incredibly proud for her. I was so happy. And just like, that is a game changer. Like if somebody wanted to quit their nine to five, you could do so 
doing, you know, a couple of those types of posts a week and you would be making some serious money. And that again, like what's the time, the time commitment that it would take for you to get that done? Like for me to do a party, it usually takes less than eight hours, like total. And it's like in the cracks of my life, like, oh, okay, I need to buy, you know, some napkins here or order this on Amazon or figure out what I need for food or whatever. And I can kind of prep in the cracks of my life. It's not like I have to get my kids in daycare and check them in and like go back and go to a workstation and work. Like it's just something fun that it doesn't even feel like work. And then what the heck you're getting paid it's amazing. I will say the only downside of like sponsored work is usually they'll give you a little bit up front for like supplies, you know, like, Oh, here's a hundred bucks or 50 bucks for like supplies. But then it usually takes like between 30 days to 90 days to get that final payout. And so that's why I think initially like just getting as much as you can done, it helps to space out those payments. And I understand why they do that. Of course, like the brand wants to make sure that you're not going to post it, get paid and then delete it. Cause what, what could they do at that point? You know what I mean? Pretty much nothing. Um, and it's super unethical and, and word does get around, like, please don't ever be like that. If you agree to post something, post something that you'd be proud of or don't apply for the campaigns. Like I may, I had that lesson learned a long time ago where I did a campaign And it wasn't something authentic that I would be, I don't know, genuine to try, like genuinely interested in trying. And I posted it. It just didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. It didn't perform very well. Um, And because of that, I learned like I never want to be in this position again. I only want to post things that I believe in and that I genuinely feel um, like I would use and recommend. And if for whatever reason, if it doesn't go well, if I don't have a good experience, instead of lying about it and and trying to see the bright side, I want to be honest. And and I say that like when I do, um, people reach out to me and I do product reviews. Um, I say to them like, look, you, you can choose, uh, to, to pay me this or, or not. But like, if I don't like your product, I probably won't post about it. And if you still want me to post about it, I'm going to post an honest review. Um, I've only had one time where that happened, but yeah, it's super important to, just, you know, always try to do your best in every capacity, every, every way. So as I'm wrapping up this episode, I want to just remind you that you are worth more than you deserve and you won't ever know what that is unless you try. You've just got to go after it and you got to try and let this be the permission that you need to just try, try to shoot for something that you think is maybe out of your reach. Try to aim for something higher, you know, move your target a little higher, move it out of your comfort zone. Cause that's where all of the growth and amazing opportunities happen. I so appreciate you being here and I'll catch you in the next episode.